Tonight, we will be reviewing an oldie but a goodie, Transistor, and Ellicottville Blue, Blood Orange Hefeweizen. I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Uh, uh, I am Jackie Biter, and I am joined by my co-host... Casey Bowker. So, we should probably get into it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do this. Thought. It's hard to make new friends, but making enemies, I guess that's easy. We got four problems. We saw their faces. We know their names. Know what they're capable of. They'll find us again. They'll find you. And finish the job. Alright, so the game Transistor. It is a science fiction themed action RPG developed by Super Giant Games. And Casey, tell us a bit about the plot of the game. So you have the Transistor, which is just a weapon of unknown origin, and you're searching through the owners of it through a futuristic city. Um, it is kind of hard to explain what it is because you wake up not knowing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and there's a voiceover throughout the whole thing that kind of guides you along its way. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's as intricate of the plot as I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing with the the, the the transistor is it's this giant, giant sword, and it kind of reminds me of Cloud Strife's weapon from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Yeah, um, some of the like the giant like anime style weapons. So definitely, or the Keyblade from uh, Kingdom Hearts. It's a lot like that too. Just yeah. this giant ass weapon. And the, now I'm looking at some of the pictures. And it's got a giant eye on it. So it looks like Hal from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, and it's also kind of like a um, a key in itself too, because it opens up different areas as well. Yeah, it almost looks like a flash drive too. It's like a giant multi-tool. Oh my gosh. Actually, that's it. It's a, it's a giant multi-tool. It's a giant multi-tool. <laughs> wielded by uh, the main character, Red, who yeah. uh, is a singer who loses her voice. Um, she kind of looks a little bit like April O'Neil. She's got like her yellow dress, even though April O'Neil wore like a pantsuit of some sort. Yeah. Um, and then like the red hair. So, and also worked in media. Based off of earlier designs of April O'Neil <laughs> from Correct. Turtles. Correct. <laughs> don't, Ninja Turtles. don't quote us on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so what did you like about the game or not like or whatever? I like I it. like the I like the art style. It's a beautiful one. game. The turn based combat was a little weird. I'm not a huge fan of it, as I might have mentioned on other podcasts. But it's something that you kind of, like, it, it, there is a tutorial. It does tell you how to, like, work the game mechanics and actually, like, attack things. 
Um, I like that the protagonist is a female, and I sound like a broken record, but it's not really <laughs> a thing that you find still too commonly, even though it was recently announced that females account for more of the gaming population than male people. I did read that on... Did I read it on Brewless, or did I read it on you might your... Have, you might have read it on Facebook. My, well, no, but I didn't know if I read it on the Brewless Facebook or if I read it on your Facebook page. I don't think I posted it on Brewless. Okay. I think I posted it on my own. Well, the, last, the last thing that I posted on Brewless was a meme about how people spend their money... And then it's like, frugal, 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 make it rain for craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, well, you know what I want to talk about, though? It doesn't have to be turn-based um, no. mechanics. You can just go and attack something. It's a lot fucking harder, and you'd probably die a lot faster. So it'd be like the difference between going and guns blazing with Fallout 4 and using VATS, which you haven't played any Fallout games. I've played a little bit of New Vegas and a little bit of 3, but not enough to write home about. Like, probably four hours each. So not not really, like, got into those games. So, like, VATS, if for those of you who haven't played a Fallout game, VATS is more strategic. And you can also just go in guns blazing and just start firing at people. Yeah, I think, like, at least early on in this game, you would not want to do it. The best strategy would be to do um, the turn-based style. Um, I don't know if you remember the game uh, Parasite Eve. So I've heard good things about it, but I never played it. Parasite Eve was, like, around the time, a little bit after, um, like, it was Resident Evil as, like, Survi- you know, survivor horror. Like, yeah. this is it. And then you got, like, the spin-offs, kind of. So Silent Hill being one of them, and Parasite Eve, which Parasite Eve has not continued. Not that I would be surprised if they someday announce another Parasite Eve game, as they tend to do nowadays. There's another Doom coming out, which I'm very happy about. I love Doom. Anyway, um, but I digress. <laughs> Silent, or uh, Parasite Eve, what you would do is... You were a female detective, um, and you would encounter, like, all these weird creatures, and when you went to face off against them, a giant, kind of like in Transistor, like a giant, like, bubble kind of expanded out to see, like, your shooting range. And actually, kind of like Fallout, now that I think about it, Mm because you can, like, pick where you're shooting, right, as far as body parts go? So in Parasite Eve, you could do the same thing. It wouldn't be, like, so exact. Like, you wouldn't be, like, right shoulder or whatever, but you could be, like, head, body, you know, chest, head, stomach. Head, shoulders, yeah. knees and toes, knees and toes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you would actually hear that song play. Um, so, Transistor kind of does the same thing where, based off of the different, um, like, I guess, like, fighting styles in a way that you're going to use that you can then design your strategy, which I thought actually personally was fucking awesome because I could choose to do like the one, which is like a hack and slash one that like threw bombs and you could like get behind people. So within like your time frame of like figuring out how you're going to fight somebody, you would be able to like run behind them, slash them, run on the other side, throw a bomb at them and then run behind and like protect yourself all in one move. And if you screwed up, you could go, oh, I don't really want to do that, actually, and then turn around and, like, just do it a different way. I thought it was very smart. Personally, I thought I was like, this is Parasite Eve mixed with Fallout with whatever the hell, well, with Bastion, because it's the creator of Bastion who made this game. Um, so 
for me, the fighting style was like top notch. Yeah, I'm I'm not a planner, so stuff like that doesn't work so well for me. I'm just kind of like one of those people. I'm like, I'm just gonna go in. See, you're gonna go and fuck shit up. See, I'm gonna be in Borderlands. I'm always the sniper. I'm gonna go and take a long ass time to complete this mission. Meanwhile, I'm like, guys, I'm dying. Help (laughs) me, help me. You went in there by yourself. This is a thing that you did to yourself. Yeah, (laughs) I'll be there to res you in a second. See, I'm out in the background planning out every step, and it takes me a lot longer to beat games as like, a result. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Jackie's dumbass. She'll be responding shortly. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, as you mentioned that um, Red is a singer, what do you think about the music in the game? The, the I love the music it? in the game. The soundtrack, when I remember when the game came out, the soundtrack was one of the things that everybody was, like, raving about. And you can buy it separately you as can. well, yeah. Um, and it's it's really good. It's, like, kind of, like, jazzy type. But it's futuristic. Yeah, yeah, like, futuristic ethereal music, which I thought was pretty cool. I even kind of like the, like, narrative narrative part of the of the. Yes. Transistor. And it's just... It's just a... It's a well-put-together storyline. Um, and it's, like, one of those games that I'm like... I just want to play it because I'm going to follow the story. Yeah, it's a it's a very compelling story. Um, like you said, you have amnesia in a way. You don't have your voice. Like, where are you going? And you hear this person, this guy's voice, telling you, like, this is how you have to fight these things. This is where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's very simple as far as like that because it is guided. Um, one thing I really remember that stood out to me is, you know, you're fighting all these things and then you have to, you find a motorcycle and when you're on the motorcycle, it changes. So you've been doing like an over-the-top camera looking down um, as you're fighting all these creatures and then you're doing a front-facing camera and it's just kind of like you're in a silhouette and you have your motorcycle and it's like going through the city and you know the music changes you can change you can speed up your motorcycle and stuff like that but you know i like that it changes between different art styles um and the world itself seems like a little bit um i mean you're always gonna go like blade runner is like the most i you know as far as futuristic cities go i don't think anything beats blade runner in the last like 30 years or however long that movie came out although the tron city is pretty legit yeah i mean i love uh, yeah the tron city is fucking awesome (laughs) so i guess those two you know it's really hard so but they do you know shadow run i'm a really big fan of that series shadow run does a really good job with like that whole like cyberpunk world this is very cyberpunk so they do a good job with that mm-hmm. um what else so yeah we like the it's fun it's got a good storyline it's got a good soundtrack what about the controls other than that you have to like plan out your moves i, I felt they were pretty like easy to get a get a hold of you can play it i believe you can play it with a controller Yes, which I played I, it with a mouse, Yeah, I, which I wish I would have played with a controller. Personally. I think I tried playing it with a controller, um, but, like, the mouse and keyboard controls are actually pretty good. They are good, yeah. Um, I can only imagine what it's like, because it is available on Android and iOS. That's a fairly <coughs> recent development that came out in 2015, but you can purchase it on the iOS store and Google Play. But, like, touch controls, those have to be interesting, so we might have to... I think, so... Bastion 
Um, the way Bastion's set up is like it's you know top down again, mm-hmm. and when you walk through the world, it's not you can't like see the whole thing like you you can in Transistor, but like in Transistor you just see like an alleyway and then you move on, whereas like. Bastion, you kind of see, like, the world, but you just don't go through the whole thing. Um, and the control... I have it for iOS. Um, I haven't played it any other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the controls are really good. I really like it a lot. You mm-hmm. don't use the same fighting mechanics, though. Like, mm-hmm. that fighting mechanics of, like, go here, do this, that's what I think would be a little weird. Like, in Bastion, you have your different weapons, but you just go and beat up something. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, like, a Zelda sort of way. I don't know what it would be like to do the turn-based. I think that would be a little bit different on an iOS or yeah. an Android. Or, I guess, just a mobile platform. Yeah, because I, I, I almost feel like touchscreens, they're kind of like an instant gratification-type mechanism. I think it just depends on the game. This game, yeah. I don't know how it would... You know, I have... So I have uh, Knights of the Old Republic... Um, I downloaded it for iOS because I've actually never played it before. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and Jackie's eyes are like, what the fuck? Um, like, believe me, I, the, you know, Chris Walk, the other, uh, co-editor at Don't Forget a Towel, or website, um, gives me so much shit about it. Because he's like, that's it, Star Wars, oh my god, you're crazy. Yeah, you also haven't played Fallout, which I'm sure he's also giving me shit about. Well, he also is giving me shit about that, yes. Um, so... I downloaded it, and, you know, I played it on my phone, but it's just, like, such a pain in the ass. I Maybe it'd be better, like, on an iPad, but I know it'd be so much easier if I just had a controller, like, to walk around. And, like, the graphics are fine, because the graphics were on an Xbox. So, with an i9 chip or A9 chip or whatever that's on my um, iPhone 6, it runs very smooth. There's no glitching or anything like that, but... It's still a tiny screen, though. It is a tiny screen. And, like, that's the thing. I think with an iPad, then my thumbs would be able to control it a bit more. But those kind of games that are, like, action RPGs, I just think that they're way harder on mobile devices than they would be on a console. It doesn't... It does not add anything to the gameplay, in my opinion. But they do have controllers now that I have seen at the Apple Store where you can use them with an iOS device. Or your Apple TV, specifically, right? Yeah, the new Apple TV. Um, Is there, like, an actual controller that works with it? Oh, yeah, they design one. It's 50 bucks. Yeah. So you get the the Apple TV for 150 and then the controller for 50 and you have yourself a mobile gaming unit, which you can take all over the world and it's a small little fucking thing so yeah. it's not a bad investment um i personally if i wasn't paying for a wedding right now that would be one of those like make it rain i don't give a shit per- uh you know purchases <laughs> is that i really do want that apple tv and controller make the case yep <laughs> i'll talk to my husband bonus time is coming up bonus time is coming up pick it up i can take it to punta i can take it to punta cana I'm, dun, dun, dun. I'm, I'm saving to go to Casey's wedding right now. Yes. So. <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> so overall thoughts, what do we think? I I really like the game. I do need to play more of it because it's been out for a super long time. And I how long it. it's how long has it been out? For? Um, it's been out. I want to say since May of 2014. I remember when it came out. Um, somebody that I used to work with back way 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 back when who actually does game journalism for a living now. Lucky girl. Um, she played it. She's like, oh my god, it's so awesome. So that's basically what was my impetus to download it. Yeah. 
I I would give it like an eight out of ten. Okay. Which is pretty good. Um, I find it to be a little bit complicated. Turn-based combat makes me twitchy, but um, I love the music. I love the protagonist. I love the storyline and all that, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it... Honestly, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Really? Like, I really, really liked it. Like, I instantly was like, I want to play more of this game. Um, people, you know, have logged it around 30 hours, probably, which they must be going really slow and just, like, going through every nook and cranny. I don't think it should take that long. Um, under 20, for sure. Uh, not to say it's, like, an extremely short game or anything, it's just 30 hours, they must be replaying it or something. Um, but it's just that I really like... I like the design of it. I think the look of it's cool. I like that it's a mystery. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, okay, let me go, go. Let me back up. I will say 9 out of 10. Okay. Because the controls are a little wonky as far as fighting goes. Mm-hmm. Even though even though I had a really good time with it, there would be times where I thought like what I did, you know, what I picked to do mm-hmm. wouldn't work. Like, And I was like, eh. You know, I thought I got this right. And, and whatever, with time, I probably will change that rating. But So I'd say a 9 out of 10 just because it's beautiful, the soundtrack's great, the story's good. I think that, um, I mean, I personally think that uh, Supergiant Games, like, are just going to keep kicking ass. I think that they'll probably do a full console size game after this, mm-hmm. just with the response they got. I mean, I went to the storefront and there was like a ton of different supplementals that you could get for Bastion and this game. Like Mm -hmm. you can get t-shirts, you can get posters, you can get soundtrack and you wouldn't make those sort of things if people weren't responsive to your product. And on, uh, on steam, um, where you can get the game. I mean, it's overwhelmingly positive right now. Um, at the time of this recording, there's a steam sale. It's five bucks. I would say, Oh my gosh! Hold, don't up. even think about it. Like just buy just it. Buy it. Um, it's normally twenty dollars, and still compared to like some other games that you're going to spend money on. Like if I had to stack this game up against um, some AAA games, I mean, I would, I would totally. It's get right it. up there as far as like quality. Oh and, yeah. You know production values and all that good stuff. So yeah, I mean for five dollars, it's a bargain. So just if the do if it. the sale's still going on. Yeah, it's yeah. the lunar sale. It goes on sale pretty frequently. With <clears throat> and I mean, just keep an eye on. It. If you put it in your wish list, they will send you a notification saying, "Hey, something on your wish list is on sale," yeah. and then you can just go in and buy it. Yep. But um, that sale, we're recording on the eighth of February. It'll run until the twelfth for the lunar new year. So, but that'll be after they get that'll this. be after <laughs> this comes out. So yeah, just keep an eye on it. Yeah, uh, absolutely worth it. All right, so let's go into our beer. Yep. Um, so we are going to be reviewing the uh, Blood Orange Hefeweizen from Ellicottville Brewing Company, which is a local brewery in western New York. Yeah. It is 4.6% alcohol by volume, uh, and it is a Hefeweizen-style beer. Right now, it's saying that it's a brewed once, but I think it might be something they might brew again in the future. Yeah, most likely. I mean, um, I like that they try out new beers on a pretty consistent basis over at yeah. Elkville. And fruit hefeweizens <laughs> are 
you know, people make them. They're good. Um, <laughs> this one is actually very different from some of the other Hefeweizens that I've tried. Um, so we'll, we'll just get into it. The color of it is, you know, it's a Hefeweizen, so it's like a golden yellow color. Yeah. Um, it's got some some effervescence to it, some bubbles and, and things of that nature. Um, the actual alcohol content is pretty low, but it reminds me quite a lot of, like, Omagang beers um, that some people don't particularly care for because Omagang, they make Belgian-style beers, which have, like, a little bit of extra smokiness. They have some flavors that people may not be used to. So it's going to be, as far as a Hefeweizen, it's going to be very different from your Harpoons. It's going to be very different from your, like, Shock Tops. What's um, the one that has the Monk on it? Isn't that, like, Hefeweizen, like, that company? It's got, like, a fryer on it. Um, there are some Elma Gang beers that have that. There's uh, Abbey Ale, that one, Three Philosophers, um... Man, it's gonna bother me. Wheat, oh, whatever. Wit. Yeah. Hennepin, I think, has monks on it. But, um... Frank... Franz... Shaner. Weiser beer. Weiser beer. That, yeah. So that, that one. one's that one's one that you can find at like Wegmans or a... I think you can find that all over the all over the country. Probably. Yeah. I mean unless you're in like some very rare, very remote area. Yeah. Um how does it taste? Um, it's got a little bit of smokiness to it. The citrus definitely hits you. Um and then, you know, but it is a, it's a pretty smooth drink. It does have some, like, bubbliness to it. So it almost gives you a little bit of, like, champagne vibe. So, personally, the Hefeweizen beer used to be my favorite type of beer. Um, little story is that I used to work at Subway in college. And on my lunch break, me and the other manager, on our, <laughs> we would go to, like, this like, uh, bar, which was like a craft beer bar. Mm -hmm. And this is, God, 10 plus, no, more than 10 years ago, a long time ago. And, um, during that time we would go and we'd order, it was buy one, get one free drinks. You had like a little chip that you could get, or sometimes we would save the chip depending on how much we had to go back to work. Um, so I remember getting, I guess the one with the monk, um, all the time. Like, that was it. Like, that was my favorite. And there would be more of a banana undertone, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Um, which this does not have. So, I really do... I mean, I've since changed my palate, I guess, a bit more towards porters and ales. Um, I still enjoy, like, a really good heffa. I do like this one, but as far as blood orange goes, I don't have that taste to me at all. I don't think yeah. it tastes anything like blood orange. Yeah, it, it does have definitely citrus notes to it, Yeah, but I don't know if it necessarily tastes like a blood orange. Blood oranges are very distinct. Like, I think they're, you know, there's that sour mixed with the sweet. Um, I had uh, True Blood made, like, a blood orange drink. So, like, when the show came out, they mm-hmm. made True Blood, and it was blood orange, like a soda, which I still have. And it was... Delicious, like but hot topic. It was like hot topic or some shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I was like so like I'd read the books before the show came out, then watched yeah. the show. Like I was a huge fan of the whole thing, and like, um, looks better than the show. Well, yeah. I mean, how often does that happen? 
the books are always better than the movie, the show, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, unless it's Lord of the Rings, the movies are better. Sorry, anyone who wants to fight me about it. Uh, it's just, you know, like, that, that was blood orange to me. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was, like, very, very sweet, but tart at the same time. This, to me, just tastes like a heffa with a little bit more citrus than a banana taste. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah, I hear you there. Um, By no means is that bad, though the smell, the smell to me is not good. Yeah. It smells like pungent. Yeah, the smell definitely comes across as like a Belgian-style, Belgian-style beers do not always taste the best. Yeah. Or smell the best, rather. The taste is pretty good, but then there's going to be like some weird smokiness to it that doesn't necessarily seem appropriate in context, but... So, as far as, like, a rating goes... Oh, wait, before we get to that, why did we pair this with our game, Trade well, Sister? paired it with, because red has red hair, and blood oranges are red. Right. <laughs> um, also, as far as, like, blood, it's a violent game. It is a violent game. Yeah. Trade Sister comes into Red's life under violent circumstances. Um, so, those, those kind of things kind of go together. Yeah, Absolutely. So, that's kind of how we arrived at that conclusion. Um, alright, so what is your rating? I don't dislike this beer, but I'm going to give it like a 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, I do give it marks off because while it does have citrus notes to it, I'm not a huge, 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 huge fan of Belgian-style beers. Are you a huge, huge, huge fan, though? I'm not <laughs> a fan of Belgian-style. Like, I have a lot of beers that I do like yeah. that are Belgian-style. Like, there's some from Oma Gang that were pretty good. But this one's just kind of... It's okay. Yeah. It's not up there with one of the best Hefeweizens that I've ever had. The best Hefeweizen I have ever had is Harpoon Raspberry, and I will say that until the day that I die, or they change the formula. Okay. Or you find some place, like, in Belgium that tastes better. Or I go to a place, <laughs> and you I... go to Belgium. And I drink the beer, and it's... And the angels begin singing, and the heavens <laughs> open up, and a rainbow, and a pot of gold arrives at my feet. Then yes. That'll be a different then story. Yeah. That'll change my mind, but... I mean, this is a pretty... I mean, as far as the alcohol content, it's one that you could probably have, like, one or two of and be fine. Yeah, you could... I mean, absolutely. Um, But, you know, it's... It's about the same as your average beer. Correct. I mean, it's just like a light beer, rather. So it does definitely... If you're you're looking for something that has more of, like, a craft beer taste to it than, you know, like, your average beer... Um, this one's actually pretty good. Yeah. If you're looking for something just a little bit different, um, I got mine at Wegmans, um, and you could probably get it at other places that sell Ellicottville beer, which is, like, gas station. I think you can go as far as even, can you get these in Virginia? You can definitely get it in Pennsylvania. You might be able to find it at, like, a Wegmans in Virginia. Okay. Um, cause my brother works for Wegmans. And he's in Virginia, and he's had some pretty interesting beers up here at his store. Okay. Also, those Lucky Beasts, they have beers that you can only get in Virginia at Wegmans. And I'm like, I wish the door swung both ways, because I would love <laughs> for some of those to come up here. Right. Of course. Um, yeah, I would say... Uh, I mean, I guess I would say like a 7 out of 10, 
I, I don't want to give it a six, um, but, you know, nothing remarkable with it. You know, the lack of blood orange taste is why it's getting the seven. Mm-hmm. But all that being said, it does taste good. You know yeah, what I mean? It's a great it's, taste. It's a, it's a good taste in beer. Um, and like Jackie said, if you want to have a beer that tastes better than your Miller High Life, but it has the same alcohol percentage, though it probably costs triple the amount of money. Yeah. Um, there then, is that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, that right there is like, do I want a PBR for a dollar or do I want to spend the $2? Exactly. Um, and look better around your friends. So, yeah, I mean... I would imagine, like, if they just tweak the formula on the next batch, I know this has just been brewed once, to make it more blood orange, then I will, you know, raise that rating. But for right now, 7 out of 10. It's a or good taste of beer. What? you can make a beer mosa with it and get, like, some type of blood orange orange juice. Could do that. That would, oh. might be amazing. All right. Because there is a place in um, Buffalo, if you ever go to Coles, <coughs> um, they do a beer mosa. They do it with Amagang wheat. Yeah. And orange juice. And that is delicious. So Cole's C-O-L-E-S. Yes, yeah. They're, associate, uh, they're affiliated with Brennan's. Elmet, Elmwood area. Yeah, Elmwood yeah. area. Brennan's is off of Transit, I think. It's near Barnes & Noble. It is. It's next to the um, Eastview Mall. or uh, Not East, Eastern Hills. Eastern Hills Mall. It's fucking amazing. You yeah. should just go. <laughs> but anyway, they're not paying us. No, but if you're in the Buffalo area, then... They're worth checking out. They actually have a pretty good beer selection, too. Um, so, so yeah. That's it. That's it. Where do you find us? Well, you can find us at Brewlist. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Untapped. Facebook. Facebook. Twitter. Snapchat. Twitter, <laughs> Are we on Periscope? We are on Periscope. Oh, we, haven't wow. we haven't done anything on Periscope, but we're on Periscope. We should Periscope this. We should Actually, Periscope. we should have Periscope. We should Periscope this shit show, <laughs> to be completely honest. You can also find us at Facebook.com forward slash Brewlist. Also, uh, we are on uh, Brewlist.com, which Absolutely. is our website. Um, you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you do find us on iTunes, please rate and subscribe and tell a friend. If you enjoy yourself here and you think you might have a friend who might also enjoy themselves here, please, by all means, share the love. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions about beers that we should drink or games that we should play, email us at brewlist at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We will talk to you. We will probably listen to you. Within reason. Most likely, yeah, within reason. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I could say we could afford that Sam Adams uh, utopia, but... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> not this year, my friends. Not this year. <laughs> but anyway, uh, once again, we thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, stay thirsty, play indie. Bye! Bye.